Grog. Hey everyone, it's the Sideshed Podcast with me, Peter Fickling, Carrie Warbus and Matthew Weir. Guys, it's been a weird week. I have fallen out of love with Vince, which I never thought would happen. I did think of you, Peter, when he was being a dick. Yeah. And thought, will you defend it in any way possible? And then I saw your tweets and thought, no, no, you're not going to, are you? Do you think you do you think it's possible to defend him? I mean, do you think? No. No. It's quite. It's, do you think? It, okay. Do you think it was plausible how much of a balance he was being and how duplicitous he was being? Because he's not stupid. So how can he think that he can sort of like on the one hand be like, "Oh, Lizzie, my love, oh, I'll go do anything to keep you happy, my sweet." Yes, I'll apologise to Chelsea. And then the next minute he's round David's going, you know, and that's it. I'm calling in the loan. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I too felt for you. I was thinking of you at those moments, but I will mm. say that I think his character the reaction he had was entirely plausible. I think for Vince, I can totally mm. see that Vince would have been hot-headed and reacted like that. And right, you might be falling out of love with him. I quite like the idea of Vince returning to this cartoon villain <laughs> who's going to, you know, be malevolent and balls up. I mean, I said I said months ago he was going to get up on the roof and rip the solar of panels off. Yeah. And yeah, and I think someone at the time said, oh, no, it'll be fine because there'll be a con. I don't think it was you, Kerry, but I think someone in response to the podcast said, no, no, it'll be written in the contract. It'll be fine. You can't do that. Well, he's he's put a little like a, like the Death Star is fallible. You can blow it up by shooting down that tiny little hole. Um, yeah. He shot David right in his hole. He shot <laughs> David right in the hole. Yeah. I was really disappointed we couldn't see David's face at that moment. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That was in, that was enjoyable. I think he wasn't going to go full solar panel until they said your performance in the bull, yeah. and he repeated it, didn't he? he? Said my performance, and I think at that point he was like, like looking at them, looking at the solar panels, and thinking, right, sunshine. <laughs> you think it's spontaneous? I think the solar panel bit was spontaneous. Yeah, I think he went round there, think just to say, like, let's stay out of each other's way for a while, and I think greeted with. David and Ruth. I imagine David was holding the broken rotating cow brush in his hand for self-defense as well. <laughs> and I just think he just looked at them. I imagine them like the farmer and his wife painting. And he was just like, nah, do you know what? I'm going to f*** you over even more. Yeah. He's very reactionary, isn't he, Vince? Especially when yeah. his where his daughters are concerned. And of course, his apology was only because Elizabeth shoved him towards the apology. Completely transactional. Yeah. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I mean, apparently Lizzie loves him, but I can't see how she could be asked to stay with someone who's this inconsistent and flying off the handle all the time. The relationship's not, she's not been with him that long. Mm. I feel like she's best off just dumping him. And I, you know, I, I miss original Vince, mm. Buffy, cuddly, fun Vince. Not too cuddly. Um, <laughs> so one thing, like mm. this, he must be quite a sort of hulking, sort of like, sort of, sort of formally muscly, kind of like big man. Because the way that, you know, Leonard was sort of saying Ben's scared or the way yeah, that he you, you can see he's terrified. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, the only reason I mention it is because it, it, it does seem implausible that, you know, like David, because David's often talking about planting one on someone. Like, you know, it's, it's, if it, you get the impression he's quite a kind of a, like a gangland style kind of big man. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to be a certain size. He's just sort of a bit mad, isn't he? A bit Frankie Fraser type yeah. thing. Mm. Yeah, so the only reason I was stuttering and going over it um, so slowly was um, I don't want, I'm not I don't have a fixation on how big he is from a kind of like a macho point of view. I'm just kind of thinking about how mm. it kind of like how we would look. Like you're saying, you wanted to see the look on David's face. Yeah, I haven't quite got a fix on kind of like what Vince might be like, and he's either in my head a kind of a, a Dell boy size mm. man in a trench coat, kind of jabbing his finger up at people, <laughs> quite intimidating. Or he's this kind of like brooding, kind of Lenny McLean style, you know, sausage-fingered yeah. creature. I think Lizzie's love for him is going to have shifted after yeah. witnessing this behaviour, definitely. She'll be questioning a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to apologise to both you two and the listeners, because I said last week, I'd really like to hear David reacting to this storyline. <laughs> 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 and from like about two minutes into Monday's episode, I was like, God, David's nightmare. Why mm. why do I have to witness this? I and mean, there was one point where Ruth said something to him along the lines of, um, you know, poor Chelsea, she'll be going through it as well. And you just went, eh. <laughs> like, just grunted. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have the energy to put up with one of my pretentious kind of pseudo psychological analysis of this? Oh, God, yes. It's about time you did one of those. <laughs> it's just been, just been at least half an hour of recording time, hasn't it? <laughs> Will it end up with you praising the NHS? Uh, yes, uh, and I will also somehow weave in um, Suella Braveman and her Chinook. Okay. Um, right. So I was trying to think about why it irritated me so much. The You know, David flying off the handle, Ben's slightly self-indulgent reaction. I know, you know, we all have slightly different opinions about that. And what I sort of, why, what I think it comes down to is, is that, um, you know, women, being a woman and dealing with childbirth there are so many inconveniences beyond the potential, beyond the fact that you might die giving birth. You've also got, you know, the monthly discomfort um, and, a, you know, and it obviously varies in seriousness, you know, menstrual cycles and periods. And then you've got the menopause again, different dif- differs for different people as we talked about with Kerry before. And I sort of feel like, so yes, David and Ben, you know, uh, David's allowed to mourn being a grandfather. Ben is allowed to mourn the loss, the chance to be a father, but surely it's a kind of unspoken deal that this is the, the small price we pay for not having to deal with all the stuff, the physical burden of childbirth is that we just, you know, it's one of those little things where we just have to basically shut the f- up for a few months and just take the lead from the women involved. So it just seems incredibly annoying with all these kind of stupid men kind of like trying to push their will onto the situation. Mm. Uh, well, I'm just sort of fanning my face and lying on a chaise long in glorious smugness. 
now. Well, you know, thanks, Kerry. Thank you for bringing more humans into the world. <laughs> no, I take your point completely. Yeah, from from that perspective, you know, well, if only they considered that mm. for one second, David and Ben, and and Vince also really infantilizing his daughters. So you know, it's like they can't adult themselves. He's got to charge in practically swinging punches yeah great that's and you know it was good to hear beth um not to be happy with that and she was i mean obviously beth is beth and ben are intolerable to listen to even when they're making sense so both ben and like you said you sympathize with ben this week and i i definitely did and you know but beth made a lot of sense when she was trying to you know talk ben mm. down from his kind of like period of madness and I don't think that's too much of an exaggeration, actually. Yeah, because didn't she say something like, um, God, if I have to hear one more man sort of saying that they're doing something really weird for my benefit? Yeah, when he came back, I was expecting him to come back with Ben on a butcher's hook from the abattoir, <laughs> come dragging him in and just push him, put him down on the table. Yeah, she did say that. That was in reaction to Vince going round. The macho posture. To the stables, yeah. Mm. Mm. The, the other thing was, like, uh, you know, with this kind of Vince's and occasionally David's sort of, like, propensity for violence, mm. I can imagine punching someone who is trying to, like, you know, being unpleasant to Cyrus. In the moment, I can imagine knocking mm. someone to the ground. But what I can't imagine doing is being cross here, going out the front door, walking three-quarters of a mile down the street, knocking on a door, that door opens and still having that anger. Like it just seems irredeemably childish to be able to maintain that kind of mm. uh, instinctive or kind of like immature anger. Yeah. You know, dislocate it to another, like, you know, another situation. Like really hammering on someone's door with your fist oh, going, you coward, really shouting his head off whilst Ben was sort of simpering inside and saying, please stop. You know and what, Terry? Um, wouldn't it? Isn't it more cowardly not to be able to just suppress one's own anger and go and support one's daughter through listening and conversation? I'm surprised he was. He had he had it in him to go around there because he they'd clearly been oh, yeah. riding the ass off each other they, since he got <laughs> since he got back from the airport. Since, obviously, oh, thanks by the way, Vince for explaining to us that you now have to go to the Philippines to hire workers rather than. Maybe get them from another continent a lot closer. Yeah, that really annoyed me. Yeah, someone suggested on Twitter, who was it? I wrote down who they were, Jenny Williams, who's at Jenny W Dog. She said, is Vince the grey man after all? We've suspected it, haven't we? I would have said absolute bullshit before. I think I have said absolute bullshit before. But after today's nonsense, mm. I mean, in order for him to be the grey man, he would have to have multiple personalities or be able to flit between different situations mm. and have different personas for those different situations. And that's definitely what we saw today, wasn't it? Yeah. I was just wondering whether did the slaves as we knew them, awful term, obviously, etc. Mm. but did they ever see him? Don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. No, they, I mean, obviously Philip Kirsty, Chelsea, Jazza. I don't mm. think in terms of the orbit of Vince, there was ever a crossover there so no yeah there's an awful lot of um, vince hate on twitter yeah I'm, I'm looking at our facebook group and 
And TR Talk has just said, anyone else plotting sweet revenge on Vince Casey? They've also posted a photo of someone on a roof smashing solar panels with a hammer. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not a, I'm no longer kind of like, you know, just a thoughtless and sort of dedicated Vince acolyte. But anyone who is saying, oh, you know, I hate Vince and Vince is so awful, he's still, you know, he's still entertaining. And at least yeah. there's some kind of fun to be had. He's no, it's, it's, it's you know, he's no Helen. He's no Shula. It's not, you know. <laughs> yeah, different category altogether. Mm. You have to think, I mean, Vince needs to be careful here because if David just concedes and says, all right, Vince, um, I'll tell you what, get up on the roof with me and we'll take these panels down. Because he's got form, hasn't he, David, and mm. getting people up on roofs. <laughs> I do think that, there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you think, I do worry for Ben. I know he's been a bit of a dickhead, obviously, but... I do worry for him mentally because, you know, we heard him simpering in, inside when the door was being banged in. Now, if that solar panel loan is um, called in and if it makes Brookfield go tits up, he'll feel responsible, won't he? And I just think, is he going to be on the edge of, I don't know, someone mentioned on Twitter suicidal ideation and... Um, Sorry to be thick, Gary. What's ideation? Imagining yourself doing it, isn't it? Oh, right. Or having thoughts of. Okay, right. So, sort of, yes. Tell you, I need to rock up in this situation with a load of money in the moral bank is Rory just to show up. Like, <laughs> get Julianne to drop him off and say, got anything to say about me shagging an older woman for cash anymore, Ben? Yeah. As, like, as Brookfield is in flames. Mm. I also, yeah. there's something a bit worrying. It's a bit like when you're, Parents tell you your your rabbit's gone to live on a farm. Ruth said of Ben, he's with Pip now. <laughs> it sounded like he'd crossed over into the other oh, side. Oh, good is she, Dad? That'd be nice. <laughs> That'll cheer me up. Oh, God. Yeah, Ruth was a bit weird at times. I mean, she was nice. Well, Tracy called... No, she called Tracy, didn't she? Sorry, getting confused. Um, she was... I thought that was good. Some of the women did act really well this week. Like Natasha yeah. uncharacteristically did. Ruth uncharacteristically did. Um, she was juxtaposed with David the whole time, though. Yes, she was. And I, I almost could hear Ruth sort of going, God, am I married to this yeah. idiot? Uh, so a couple of the guys were good, too. Leonard was great. And Freddie was great as well. Yeah, good old Leonard. Saying like a pie, you need a pie and chips, not not shitty old soup. I thought yeah. of you, Kerry. Of course, I thought of you. <laughs> He's going to break the news to Jill by taking her out for a relaxing drive. The last time we heard him in a car with Jill, he was like <laughs> doing handbrake turns around a racing track. You imagine him just taking her out to break the news, and like doing donuts on the green. But apparently, she took it really well, didn't she? Oh, well, mm, never mind. Yeah, possibly. She she's getting her pendant back. That's why. How would you get? How would you get to ninety years old or however old she is, and not have a kind of well-rounded perspective on stuff like this? You must have seen it all a thousand times. Well, you know? someone needs to tell Peggy in the window. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was a massive contrast, I thought, as well between how Tracy handled it as a parent and how Ruth and David handled that as a parent or as parents, and how Vince handled it as a parent there was a lot of 
Oh God, who would you rather have as your parent this week? I think, um, I mean, Kerry, you can, you, you know, you're obviously able to talk about this better than the rest of us. Mm. But I think if you're a single mum, mm. then you know your relationship with your kids, you know, you're, you're the the you're leaning on them to a large extent for sort of emotional support in a way that you know mm. a, 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 a you know a co-parent doesn't necessarily I mean I'm I'm not telling you I'm asking oh yeah definitely you it's you know on top of all those other things you listed off about being a woman and what you have to go through uh, most single parents are women so that is quite some burden and, yeah. and joy <laughs> but you know it's it's it is difficult um it takes some doing to be there for your kids and to make sure that they are well-rounded individuals as opposed to Ben. <laughs> if you're, uh, you know, for instance, if I'm if I'm having a bit of a temper tantrum, which, is, guys, this is going to surprise you. It does happen. Um, <laughs> then, uh, that's you. Come on. What? That's what I was on mute then. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, you know, like, you've got the option to walk out the room so i guess as a single parent you might occasionally have to apologize to your children and say look you know you saw the worst of me there but the point the point is is your mm. children are going to have a more kind of, you're going to have a more kind of well-rounded relationship with your children rather than kind of like nutty david and ruth kind of obsessed yeah. with farm technology well you would mm. hope so i mean it can be the other way can't it you can fail massively if, and struggle massively and not do it very well because there isn't any other adult to turn to within those four walls um but no i'm amazing so it's all fine <laughs> i did um, talk, i mean i laughed there but i tell you there was another moment where i just laughed out loud at the radio it was on monday when he said i thought we were good at this being parents <gasps> oh yes oh that was amazing what a line and then it just was silent afterwards wasn't it <laughs> they must have, that must have been a nod to the audience yeah, yeah. that Ooh. rotating cow brush would be a better parent than david <laughs> and there were so many tweets immediately after that that were just literally everyone going ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't alone then. I mean, yeah. the, the thing is, is that all of David and Ruth's children are terrified of whether David and Ruth are proud of them or not. Mm. And it's all kind of you know, will you know that that David and Ruth let their children know whether they're approved of or how they're doing in the kind of ranking system, the Brookfield ranking system. Yeah. And that's exactly the opposite of what I want from being a parent. Like, mm. you know, I, I want Cyrus to know if I disapprove of something, but I don't want him to feel disapproved of. Yeah, it was quite telling when David wanted to hug Ben and he was like, F off, get away from me. <laughs> and then Ruth was going, he only wants to hug you, Ben. And he was like, I'm off for a walk with Bess in the rain. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. There's a monsoon outside, Ben. It's all right. Dog needs walking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do they, how can they believe that they're good at this? Mm. How? It's a death cult, isn't it? Oh, I wish someone would tell them the ways that they're not. Well, Vince is, the, is here to do it. He basically called, I love called, Vince. What, what was he said? The, that Brookfield lot or something? He there was something yeah he said something as like as they think they are or they're not as good as yeah yeah that pillars of society that everyone thinks they are or something they're not they are not all that just because he's a dick doesn't mean he's wrong you know it's yeah. like the, the ben's behavior has been pretty shitty and i can understand why he'd be protective of his daughter and but you know it's it's how mm. he's dealt with it has been appalling it's his you know his, his actions not his motives 
Yeah. I really liked uh, Freddie's reaction to finding out Ben was the dad. Because <laughs> because it, it was halfway through that scene. That was tonight, wasn't it? And I was like, hang on. Yeah. Well, obviously Freddie knows that Chelsea was pregnant because of the whole Russ accusation thing. And I was like, mm. what doesn't he know then? And then it was obviously it was that Ben was the father. And um, there was that bit afterwards where it was like, Ben though? Really? <laughs> Chelsea? Yeah, that sort of yeah. it's perfect, isn't it? Because to my mind, you know, Ben looks like kind of you know that potato Martin Freeman, who I cannot f-ing stand. That's a whole other conversation. Um, and you know, Josh is like a young Pierce Brosnan or something. So I quite liked Freddie kind of confirming that that mm. Ben was this sort of slightly doughy who who uses hair gel. Yeah, exactly. Sort of <laughs> slicked back. During Vince's apology to Chelsea, there was that bit where he was like, you know, I have daughters too. I thought Chelsea was be like, yeah, uh, I know you got a daughter, Vince. <laughs> I shagged her boyfriend. <laughs> but Freddie was great because he joked. Did He made Chelsea laugh when he was saying, uh, yeah, surely I'm the eligible bachelor in town or something. Um, yeah. And he was very, he was caring for her too, wasn't he? And many a true word spoken in jest, right? I mean, he is the eligible bachelor in town at a very mm. superficial level. Like, you know, apart from the whole going to jail for, you know, dealing pills. Yeah, that's all right. Oh, I know. It's not my opinion. I'm talking about the, you know, the who who would who would judge him? Yeah, Susans of this world. Mm. Um, anyway, can I ask you two a question? How many guitars have your brothers had? You'd remember, wouldn't you? Don't you think? If yes. you, one of your siblings had a guitar? Yeah, yeah all the instruments are, yeah. Okay. I love the fact that Tony, little Tony, was there writing blessed about the Christmas thing. <laughs> My life is so miserable. He's probably still, he probably only wrote that last week. <laughs> I know. I did a tweet saying, I bet Ambridge is littered with bottles with Tony's notes in, and he, he was writing them this week as well. They'll be the <laughs> Samuel Peeps of this generation in millennia. They'll be like, you know, thanks to this <laughs> misanthropic, miserableist, <laughs> we know so much more about how people were back then. Hey, Terry Hewitt, he did a tweet, TJ Hewitt, uh, in response to something, oh yeah, it, actually, it was in response to my "What if Ambridge is littered with messages and bottles by Tony over the years?" He's probably writing one now. Dear Lord or Father Christmas, please stop Pat making soup constantly. I <laughs> but Terry Hewitt, he said, "I don't believe Tony ever had a guitar. I seem to recall that their dearly departed son John had one. Likely had similar handwriting." That, <gasps> is it John's bottle? That would drive poor Pat crazy. Wouldn't that be a great plotline if it was John's bottle? Exactly. So well mm. done, Terry. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And why John's would Pat and Tony be arguing? Is this before Pat had broken him when he still had some fight left in him? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was it was enough for John to pull a pull a tractor over on himself in the end, wasn't it? He'd had enough. <laughs> I was thinking, like, either it wasn't the word guitar that they're trying to read. It's going to be something like. I was trying to think of a funny word it could be that they've got wrong. Geisha girl or something? I don't know. Uh... Tony would not know what to do with the geisha girl. <laughs> um, he, either either a traditional, you know, fully trained geisha girl or uh, the kind of, you know, the fake Western ideal of one. Hang on, mm. Did you say a fully trained geisha girl or fully trained? <laughs> Little tiny scale, scale geisha girl. Yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be fine with a fully trained one. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah, so either the word was going to be wrong or it's the wrong person, basically. Well, the Christmas card would, if John was still alive at that point, 
and he'd wrote the Christmas card for the parents. Surely it would have included all the kids' names. Depends how long Linda hangs on to a Christmas card, doesn't it? Because John must have died in the late 90s, right? 98, Yeah, to Terry's point, he said, I bet John's handwriting was similar to his dad's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. John very, very dull as well. No, John was a he was a he was a mad shagger, wasn't he? Also, who keeps bloody ancient Christmas cards? I do have. You have made me think. There is a good reason for why it might be Tony who wrote it, not John. It would explain why the bottle was so tiny, and it took three people <laughs> to work like surgeons. Beep beep. Pass me the pincers. Beep beep beep. I'm going in. It was ridiculous. And there's someone in Ireland whose parents. Um, not only do they keep Christmas cards, like they box them up in, individually for based on year, and they also have a checklist. And if they don't receive one that year, that person doesn't get a Christmas card the next year. You're off the list. Oh, for f- sake. As if Jesus Christ wanted all that to be going on. <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, I did good work here. Why are you sending each other Look at all those bloody boxes of cards. That sounds like hoarding behaviour crossed with psychopathy. People do it. Um, talking of psycho... psycho- uh, what? <laughs> Can I say psychopathy? I'm much more comfortable with that. Okay. With the stress there. Um, they borrowed <laughs> Pat's uh, soup recipe for the witch, didn't they? Peel of turnip, pinch of misery, sprinkle of emasculation. Did you mention Pat? I did mention Pat. I heard once that um, at sort of semi-halal abattoirs, in order to make things halal, they have, you know, know, there's supposed to be a a prayer read over the slaughter. Mm -hmm. And so what they have is they basically have it sped up at a million miles an hour. So as each chicken goes through, it's like... Here we go. Yeah, but did you notice I did that with Pat Chat last week? I did notice. Yeah. Is that how it's going to be forever now? No, not necessarily. But um, but I I feel like you know, depending how much pat we have, mm. I have to you know, like I have to to speed up or slow down accordingly. I was, so this I was hoping for small. a for a, a sexy Vince jingle. After. <laughs> okay. uh, but but I but all my jingles are basically the same theme. I do some kind of wah wah guitar, and then I do a kind of Barry White style kind of northern kind of growly voice. That's it. Yeah. We're never going to get another Justin sexy time moment, are they? Are we? So we just have to live for Vince getting it on. Here, here's um, something that was bothering me, Peter. Maybe it'll bother you more than it bothers me. If Beth goes, does Vince go? And do you think this is both of them leaving the show? Yes, could be, couldn't it? Because if Elizabeth does finish with him and gets saved, would he hang around? I mean, no. he could do, could do. I mean, what's, I mean, he's quite, he's proven to be quite vindictive. So, you know, you look at Russ, Russ was treated specifically quite shoddily by Lily. Not mm. obviously there's the general argument, but you know, you know, he was treated badly by Lily. And so he's turned, turned away and, and stayed away. I can't, I can imagine Vince would want to make trouble especially if you go all the way back to the first mention Eddie and David at the at, um at the market mm. talking about what a nasty piece of work Vince was so i think i think yeah he could stick around just to 
get his flex. He'll, he'll, he'll flex, won't he? He won't want to be seen as being sort of ushered out without no. a fight. And he can make, you know, he's also got the money to to do obnoxious things like, you know, buy the bull just to be a dick or mm. like, you know, there's plenty of stuff he can he, he, Cash like that, the scriptwriters can do what the hell they want. Yeah. So these Manilians that have got butchery skills, you know, he's got his business interest in the local area, hasn't he? So yeah. he doesn't, he's not going to up sticks away from that, I wouldn't have thought. No, he does. It, at the very least, he might be someone who Eddie would bump into at the market, or uh, um, there would be problems with it. Because uh, what's happening with David and a few other farmers were trying to get together a consortium to have their own abattoir to sort out problems. That was something oh, you might mess that on. up as well. Then, <laughs> yeah. So there's, there are there are lots of he's still very much bolted on to all of their businesses, isn't he? Uh, that. The L board were looking at a new contract thing as well, weren't they? I think about abattoirs. Yeah. Processing meats. Generally, my ear, my ears pricked up at that story. Line. You might end up with Justin and Vince on one side, mm. and the archers on the other. Because is Kenton going to pull a pint for a guy who's financially ruining his brother? Actually, he might if it's Dave. <laughs> <laughs> drinks might be on the house when he goes yeah. in there but i mean that's awkward isn't it that crossover mm. that kenton's in the bull because i mean jolene's already said like she didn't bar him but she said i'm not serving you tonight yeah. after the way you behaved um yeah so i think i want him to stick around i don't particularly think we need beth i beth's just going to be there hanging around um playing victim we've already got ben doing that we don't need two of them I still think there's a little bit of, I'm still, I still reckon there's going to be something in the future with uh, Ben and Chelsea. I thought, I think, thought I could hear the beginnings of it this week, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just maybe I want to believe my own theory. Yeah, there. but Chelsea's making really good noises about, and so are other people around her. Like the nurse said it, and Natasha said it, and Tracy's saying it that about her bright future and she's got good skills with yes. her hairdos and you know I, I think and she also said herself didn't she like all of this experience has made me realise that I want to do my very best in life and I want to make my mum proud and you know so I don't think Ben would feature in any of that. No and she was quite dismissive when he was when yet again he was over bothering her for some weird reason and then eventually she, I can't remember the exact words, but she was kind of like, well, you can do what you want, but I'm off. Mm, yeah. it, it was not the words of someone who has even the slightest bit of yeah. interest in another person. And then also like you, you, I thought exactly the same as you, Kerry. And I, do you remember me saying ages ago that I really wanted Emma to be the person who kind of, mm. Deborah, I, I basically, I think Chelsea's going to be the Deborah Meaden. I, I really like Deborah Meaden, but yeah. I think she could be, you know, like a sensible charismatic successful mm. charming woman who has done it all on her own uh, but yeah absolutely very excited about that have you listened to comfort eating with grace dent it's a nice little podcast series where she interviews individuals about their favorite sort of terrible snacks that they make when they're knackered at home and no one's watching well deborah meadon was on that i i've just listened to lots of them back to back and she was a really great guest on that podcast i follow her on twitter and one, of the, I really like the fact that she seems to engage in every topic individually. 
So if a conservative politician makes a good point, she gives that the same approval and praise. Also, she can she can completely condemn someone one minute and then praise them for doing something good the next mm. minute. And I think she's very she seems very clear headed like that. And actually, a bit, a bit like Chelsea, Chelsea doesn't Chelsea mm. is very direct and obviously she's very immature, but I think she's got that same kind of. Uh, uh, directness without being obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great also then if Chelsea ends up with Fweddy? Yes. But she's, but she's the real money. And actually, uh, Lower Loxley gets on its, um, is, is, you know, is struggling. And she brings her kind of like Chelsea Sassoon money, <laughs> uh, best selling shampoo. It's also <laughs> Natasha's the perfect person to be her kind of mentor. Oh, yeah. Like, well, Chelsea, have you got a credit card? <laughs> You know, get get her maxed out. <laughs> when you said uh, Chelsea's making really good noises, I just imagined you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else made that sound this week. Oh, did they? Who was oh, that? Yeah. Oh God, I wish I made a mental note, and then that's obviously disappeared into vapor. David was kind of making those noises a little bit. No, but... it was a it was a woman. Oh, I it wasn't Lillian when she was maybe it was trying Beth. to be a maybe. I think it might have been Beth when she was so frustrated about the macho posturing. She did a yeah. Chelsea noise. I did yeah. warm to Beth actually, which was I thought would have, would have thought was impossible during that conversation yeah. with Ben. Everything she said made sense, and eventually it just kind of broke through my dislike of her. And I was just like, just a second, this is this is she's talking. If this was anyone else, I would be mm. supporting her. So I should probably support her. Hey, do you think there'll be a country and western Christmas show then? Yeah, I like the way you said you broke that into two syllables there. <laughs> I'm all for it. I think I tweeted as such, didn't I? Possibly. I missed two shifts this week, didn't I, for various reasons. Yeah, I, a country and western themed Christmas, which I'm still trying to think of a title for. Uh, but I reckon, and then Tony is going to get up and play his guitar, Les Dawson style, and make everyone cry. <laughs> I've always dreamed of this moment. Yeah. And just really discordant kind of early sonic youth noise starts to come out I, I was thinking of some kind of wailing flamenco lament kind of, <laughs> kind of like you know sort of tragic strumming <laughs> about how tortured he was as a child i'm hoping how you know his dad did him wrong he could do a blues song like that couldn't he? tony breaks into the church and puts up his own window in the middle of the night when no one's around <laughs> And everyone sees it. Tony's childhood in kind of, you know, 40 by 20 feet on the side of St. Stephen's. I'm a bit I'm a bit worried that Ben might throw himself onto the bonfire on the green wearing only <laughs> the pendant. No, I, I want I want to uh, I want if Ben's going if we're going for a big death for Ben Wicker Man. He's not a virgin, but, you know, still. Yeah. All that hair gel will go up when it. Woof. That's the saddest thing about the Wicker Man, isn't it? Because if if Ed Woodward shags Britt Eklund, he's no longer useful as a as a sacrifice. So he could have he could have got laid with the the landlord's daughter and not got burned. It's such a double double loss. Anyone who turns down Britt Eklund deserves to be burnt to death. She was absolutely <laughs> stunning. Yeah, I mean, he's just sat there going, "I'm trying to get to bed. Can you stop singing this Celtic sexy song and banging on my wall, please?" Is that what Tony's going to sing? A Celtic sexy song? <laughs> it's, well, he's just going to take any songs with train in the title and just add miniature. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be miniature train to Georgia, not midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> uh, what's the Doobie Brothers one? 
mini train running. Was it long train running? That's them, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. I'm so looking forward to this Christmas concert. <laughs> as much as I do every year. But Linda's definitely, definitely, definitely not doing it. She's out, out, out. Deadly, think... I'm deadly serious. I'm not having any part of it this year. Jolene did say that she couldn't do it because of the pub. And this is where I think I just one of you kind of inferred it. Maybe, maybe it comes into the bull. Maybe it becomes like a kind of like mm. a, a mini festival, like a Christ- Christmas music festival or something in the pub. Oh, which one are you using? The toot, Rudy Tooty. It's me. It's me. It's uh, Portuguese. Um, Portuguese uh, road rage. Hey, speaking of Linda, when they mm. they were prepping her for the rich, uh, the witch role, and they were showing her the oh f- saying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you think uh, I mean, they said they were talking about the the trail at the rewilding, and they said look out for the log piles, and I thought that might be the eco toilets, surely. Hey, very good math. That was quite tortured. That one. I know. Well, the what guy was... broke my bloody. He broke my concentration. <laughs> he, did, he broke your flow, oh. didn't he? Yeah. Oh. What was the joke that we had to actually on air tell Matthew off for? It was the um, Leonard scanned <laughs> nerd. Yeah. Oh my God! Don't remind. I mean, but I'm I'm literally Jeez. waiting. I, I'm I'm waiting now for different Leonard storylines. Like he's gonna share, he's gonna share the the egg business and looking after the chickens with Josh. So he'll be Leonard Cohen. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Here. Let's have an ad so that Kerry and I can recover. Okay. And then we'll. <laughs> and I think Kerry's got something to chat about after that. Yes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, I like your idea about the Christmas show being in the pub because I did really enjoy the episode this week where it was in the pub. I was talking to Jeremy, my friend, lovely Jeremy, who'll be listening to this, about it. Um, And I think it was something to do with the sound effects in the background and the chinking glasses and the fizzing of the squirter for the lime and soda and chit-chat in the background. And then I realised it's just that I like pubs. (laughs) Is this this Jeremy Jeremy Two Pints? Yeah. When we were in in Bar of Soap, he came upstairs with two pints. I was like, oh, is that one for Kerry? And he was like, nope. That's him. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed the bull episodes where people are coming and going up to the bar, going away. You hear a little snippet, they get their table, you know. I just loved the venue this week. If I was Prime Minister, there would be serious tax incentives for pubs. I'm really worried about I mean, I can't drink. Yeah. I can't well, I don't drink anymore, but 
I'm really worried about pubs all closing down. Seven pounds a pint, it's going to be soon. You two should find um, a pub that has cheap accommodation. Get yourselves down to Gloucestershire at Christmas and we'll all sit in the pub and have a pint and a pie. How does that sound? 19th of December is in my diary as a day that you're available, Matthew. That's Monday, isn't it? Yeah. 18th of December is the World Cup final. I arrive on the 17th. Are you watching the World Cup? I thought about that today. It's a, it's a funny one, isn't it? Oh, I am. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. Uh, I'm definitely I, watching it. On the one hand, it doesn't make any difference if I watch it or not. On the other hand, and, you know, I happily watch the one in Russia. So why am I suddenly developing a conscience now? Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um, one of the matches for England is at 7pm on a Friday. Oof. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to have some thought about that. Should we do a simulcast? We've never missed an episode. <laughs> we have. We we had one week off at Christmas last year. Did we? Yeah. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. Sorry for missing that episode, everyone. Kerry, <laughs> 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 if people want to tell us what a bunch of lazy twats we are, uh, where yeah. would they go? Please do come to um, at the cider shed pod on Twitter, uh, where we're doing ever so well, and there's lots of fun, and um, I'm a really funny tweeter. <laughs> and Matthew, uh, go, go and see if you can match that for just sheer kind of ballsiness and arrogance. <laughs> um, you can join us at Instagram, which is the same handle, at the Cider Shed Pod, where I post lots of witty stories, songs, and photos, and I'm really good at it. Also... <laughs> There's a Facebook group called the Cider Shed Podcast, and we don't get many emails. They can email us at hello at the cidershed.com. I am in trumpet, Matthew, but I'm actually really good at opening emails. Are you? And then reading them. Yeah, I'm not so good at replying to them. But... <laughs> We've had two new reviews as well, uh, new five-star reviews, one from Morello7777, really lengthy, so you probably don't want me to read it. <laughs> read it out but it was so nice i'm very grateful to kerry matthew and peter for throwing light on some very strange archers plot lines could you screenshot it and pop it on twitter kerry i can yeah that was a great one and then there's a smaller one which oh it was really touching sparkle 1970 just three very funny people reviewing the archers and saying it like it is if i ever stopped listening to the archers i would still continue to listen to this podcast People have said this and they, I think it's absolute madness, but thank you very much. Um, We, I do not, it's been a couple of weeks since I've done this, but um, uh, please, please, if you feel minded and you don't want to listen to the adverts, uh, go to um, patreon.com forward slash the side shed and uh, there's three tiers. And if you think we deserve a bit of help with this mess, then uh, um, unfortunately you can't take money away. That option's not there. You can't punish us <laughs> for being bad. But if you do feel like we deserve a small reward or even a big reward, there are three tiers. And as I said, patreon.com forward slash the side shed and it'll be very much appreciated. I expect Podarella tried to take some money off. <laughs> um, also, just a final mention, Coles75, God bless you, um, redid the review that was accidentally four stars and made it be five as it should have been so thank you so much for doing that it does help us a lot was that the reviewer that called me mystic matthew yeah which then peter turned into a meme yeah oh let's yeah on, let's pop that on twitter on sunday as well <laughs> matthew matthew looking sexy as a uh, uh as a um soothsayer. yeah i did i mean i did put did an 
I put Mystic Meg up on an Instagram post when I predicted um when I predicted Chelsea was with that guy whose name I've forgotten, Blake. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I don't want to be cruel, but if you if you do a prediction a week, it does seriously up your chances of, you know, getting them right. All right. Yes, Peter, well done. Vince Vince and David are gonna have a fight in the bull car park and David's gonna shit his pants. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I do you know what? I'll never give up listening to the archers if there's that if there's <laughs> just the possibility of that in my future. Well that's David what they do, isn't you. it? They they just tease you. I mean you'll look in mm. the you look in the episode descriptions for next week and it'll be like David makes a big mess downstairs. It could be like, oh, he's going to shit his pants. And then it's just like he spills soup in the basement or something. It, yeah, it'll be like um, uh, Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd. When David finally shits his pants, that's it. I'm no longer listening. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be done for me. It, would that be called moonshiting? <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, Linard Skinward, whatever it is. Just for that. Uh, Kerry, you've got to go and get shit faced with your colleagues, haven't you? Your old colleagues. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, yeah, it's a leaving do um, where I used to work. Someone who's been there a long, 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 long time. And I'm going to see loads of people that I haven't seen for a long time. So that would be great. Oh, and I'm at week eight without a boiler, by the way. Is it? I can't do the Geordie accent. Week eight in the no boiler house. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Well done. I, I feel I because you know what it's like when people are going through something shitty you sort of forget to ask every now and again i was quite i was quite shocked last week when you told me anyway well done for being oh, just thank a... you. that's what i wanted a bit of like sympathy thanks very, very stoical and matthew you're off to uh, uh roll back the years and be a crazy young guy going to a music festival gig <laughs> yeah i'm going to see see popular french beat combo stereo lab who are playing at hard club down in porter which I wouldn't have even known about. I'm a massive fan of theirs, but their publicists need shooting because I only found it out by accident on Facebook that this gig was happening on Wednesday. And the doors open at 10.30. They like a late gig if it's Friday, Saturday. So I'm off down there. Have a lovely week, everyone. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, let's hope for uh, David shitting himself. (laughs) See you next week. I hope Arsenal beat Chelsea. Oh, yes. Bye, everyone. Well, Matthew. Hang on.